This is First Words with the Reverend Matthew Waite. This is the official podcast of First Lutheran Culver City. It's a podcast that helps us consider what it means to do the work of God's kingdom. When I was in college and seminary, I read a lot of evangelism books, and they always had incredible stories. The author would be on an airplane on his way home from a conference and would manage to convert the whole row of people sitting next to him on the plane. I'd read these stories, and I'd feel jealous and even guilty. Why wasn't I having these types of extreme moments? Did I just not have enough faith? I wanted those types of shocking moments in my life. Then, as I matured in my faith, I began to understand that while those moments may be amazing, they aren't the norm. By and large, the gospel doesn't show up in that way. By and large, the gospel shows up in the day-in and day-out rituals, the boring, mundane aspects of our lives. That's what I want to talk about today how the gospel can help to reframe our thoughts so that we see the mundanity of life as a blessed opportunity to serve others. You may remember that two episodes ago I talked about excitement and the joy of the gospel. As Christians, we are excited about the gospel because we believe that the love of Christ has the power to transform us as individuals, has the power to transform our communities, and even the world. The reflection today does not undermine that joy and excitement, Rather, it helps us to see how that joy is a part of our daily lives. The way to approach the mundanity of our lives is to first talk about the relationships we have and the various roles and responsibilities that come with them. God has called us into different relationships in our lives. For example, if I were asked to name some of my roles, I might say I am a pastor, a father, and a husband. I have those and countless other roles. Each relationship I have brings with it a different role, and each role a different responsibility, and each responsibility requires action I need to take to support those around me. As a father, I have a responsibility to help make money in order to buy food for my children. I also have to literally help prepare food for my children to eat. These actions are done so that I can bless my children and help them flourish in this life. And with each relationship, I play a different role with a different set of expectations. Now, I've seen that it's easy for us to partition the roles into either explicitly Christian or secular categories. We look at our calendar and see Christian responsibilities. I have to go to church. I have to show up for Bible study. Our church has that service project coming up. Those are the Christian things for which I'm responsible. Then we have the non-Christian things. I have to go to work or school. I have to get my homework done or help my children do their homework. People tend to see their activities and responsibilities in these easily partitioned ways. But when we have a wider understanding of the gospel, we begin to understand that the love of Christ and our responsibility to reflect that love is not restricted to explicitly Christian activities. The gospel permeates every aspect of our lives. Everything we do is a way we can show the love of God in his creation. Those things that aren't explicitly Christian activities showing up to work each day or doing your homework, are still places where the love of Christ is at work. So let's take an example. Does the gospel impact us when we are shopping for clothing? I would argue that it does, that it must. And I don't mean that it shapes how modest we are when we dress. Rather, I'm talking about how our desire to bless other people shapes which companies we support. We, because of Christ's love, may look for clothing that is constructed well so that it will last longer and we are cautious not to buy fast fashion. Or maybe it means we are willing to spend a bit more money because we know that one brand pays its employees more appropriately and isn't taking advantage of impoverished communities. Every mundane moment, chore, and responsibility 
is a blessed opportunity for the gospel to show up and impact our lives and the lives of those around us. And this is how the gospel transforms the world. It isn't primarily in the grand gestures and extraordinary moments that the gospel is at work. Rather, it works each and every day through the countless mundane, daily acts taking place in countless lives through countless relationships that we see its impact. Christ calls us to this daily work in all the aspects of our lives. It is day in and day out that we get to show the joy of the gospel. It is day in and day out that Christ can transform the world through us. Yes, we need to show up on those extraordinary moments, but more importantly, we need to keep up with the mundane ones. Because the gospel works through the mundane in our lives, we need to be intentional and contemplate the ways our day-to-day -day life reflects this transformative gospel. We need to take the time to contemplate how we are already at work showing the love of God in the various roles we have and how we need to strive to show that love more and more. When we read scripture, when we pray, when we go to church, we need to take those opportunities to think through how our faith and growth in Christ continues to change the most mundane moments of our lives into opportunities to bless and support our neighbors. This view of the blessed mundane is helpful for all aspects of our lives, but I believe it is particularly necessary as we consider systemic racism in America. Confronting racial inequality in America cannot be a day or even a season of our lives. Racism is a problem that cannot be changed by one or 100 posts on social media, and it won't be stopped by a protest. Rather, it requires constant, intentional action. To stop this sin that is so embedded in the roots of our country, the people of God need to advocate for justice in every aspect of life. As is clear in our history, a single moment will not fix this. The problem didn't go away with the Emancipation Proclamation. It didn't go away with the March in Selma. It didn't go away with the Civil Rights Act. It is a long road and the church must show up in the extraordinary moments, but we must also show up in the most mundane of moments each and every day. That's it for today's episode of First Words. Be sure to click subscribe so that you don't miss this, the official podcast of First Lutheran Culver City.